Hey everyone, my name is Tyler Mowry, and welcome to the Writer's Mind Podcast, episode 57. All right, so welcome to another episode of the podcast. If you want to listen to episode 58 and all of the even episodes, you can find them on patreon.com slash the writer's mind. There are double the episodes over on Patreon. So for every one episode that you find here, there's another one also on Patreon. So if you're interested in that, getting a ton of new episodes to listen to, check it out. So today, first off, I hope you like my new shirt. I got it because... I am trying to, like I said in my previous podcast, be more present and do cooler things now. So I'm trying to get away from always wearing black and white and muted colors and all of that. Well, colors is still a muted color, but you know, it's a little more whatever. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, today what I want to talk about is how words are really bad and how the fact that words are bad is kind of what creates art and what creates a lot of the human experience. And let's go ahead and get into it. So one of the things that I've really thought a lot about is how words are very bad. And so what we try to do is we try to communicate in these all these different ways through art, through stories, through, um, you know, trying to represent sort of a tone or a feeling or add a feeling to specific words to try to create real, you know, the real meaning that we're trying to give. But the problem is that all of us have our own conception of how words work, or we have our own conception of the definitions to specific words. So then we get into a situation where we're constantly talking past each other, or we're not really getting the meaning of what we're saying because the other person who isn't speaking is attaching their own definitions and their own meanings to the words that are coming out of someone else's mouth. And so this is actually why I think it is a very high value to repeat yourself if you have one central thing to explain to other people or if you are trying to you know communicate one particular belief that can then change and color all their other beliefs that is worth repeating again and again because if we think about how we learn the main way that we learn is by integrating a new belief that then changes our action actions and then can also change how we view the rest of the knowledge base we have on a given thing right and so what i mean by this is like if you go to the gym and you always work out you always hit routines and then somebody comes in and tells you hey as you are working out you know really try to squeeze your muscle and you might say squeeze your muscle and you might try it and you might be like ah it feels weird or it doesn't feel natural but then over time you realize oh what i really need to be doing is 
creating the mind-muscle connection because that mind-muscle connection helps you move your body in a particular way that actually allows your muscles to strengthen and grow, but you had to figure out in your own words what the meaning was that that person was trying to give you with their particular word choice. Right, And so this gap that's created is why art exists and it's why stories exist and it's also why you see people who are trying to communicate specific ideas repeat themselves again and again. And for me, one of the big things that I have tried to integrate into this is that like my YouTube channel is really just about one thing, right? I'm trying to communicate to you one main idea. And I'm not going to just say what that idea is because I've said it a million times in all of my videos and maybe you've integrated it and maybe you haven't. But what I have seen is through the conversations I've had with people through working one-on-one or people in the course or just people who have reached out to me or communicated to me over Instagram or over YouTube, whatever, I am able to see, okay, who is really getting what I'm saying and who still is confused as to what I'm saying and still needs me to continue to repeat and continue to repeat. Because if you look at a lot of my videos, I'm repeating things and I'm trying to say the same concepts in different ways, with different words, using different examples, with different vibes, you know, and the purpose of that is to continually try to reach more people with the same core concept, same core idea. And so that core idea is ultimately like, I, right now, you know, I want to be, I want to be a professional screenwriter and I want to uh, start a production company and I want to sell these screenplays. I want to do all this. I want to make all these movies. You know, that is the, what the goal is at the same time while I'm also pursuing that. One of the things that I'm really glad about, at least so far is that the videos I've made on YouTube, especially ones that like some of my fundamentals of screenwriting videos and some of the videos where I'm talking about, you know, real core how story works and the purpose of story and getting into that like to me so far that really is my my contribution to the world so far right like I I kind of and you know of course I'm there's a there's kind of a both sides of this I'm, I'm doing it to help other people and I'm also doing it for myself you know to gain traffic to gain views to to have people in my course and these sorts of things uh, and so just like the course and just like the channel there's like the the give and take right where it's about helping others and then by them being interested and by them watching or being in the course they're also helping me and so there's this uh, symbiotic relationship there. And so I feel that as of now, the YouTube channel and my course have been my contribution to storytelling um, and kind of really my biggest artistic contribution so far. Um, and I ideally, it's not the biggest artistic contribution that I ever make. My, my goal is to continue to expand and grow and do more things and uh, start making some movies. Um, But the videos that I make, they are important to me. And what they are is me continually trying to communicate a specific idea that I think 
radically changed how I viewed storytelling and radically helped my stories become better and helped me just get a better understanding of why people make the choices that they make when they are trying to create a story and why, you know, the mark is missed when a story doesn't actually live up to what it's trying to be. And so, you know, I think that I am trying to communicate one, of course, with words and then trying to add other things into that by using films and by using, you know, video editing and by using all these other things to create visuals and graphics and examples, all to communicate essentially what is one central idea. And so that to me, I think is really where art can come from because I think there's a parallel with that and with storytelling, right? Especially where storytelling is an art form that is, it has length to it. It exists within time, right? If you look at like a painting or you look at a photograph, these are stills, right? They are a frozen moment. Um, But if you look at something like a video or something like a film, um, even something like a novel, they are moving. Stories move. Uh, videos move. They they take you through a, a, a timeline and um, you look at multiple pieces of the same idea. And so my hope ultimately is to bring this, you know, these all, all these ideas and see how the how other filmmakers have done them and then also do that myself, which is bringing in centralized ideas, centralized viewpoints into stories as well as you know into videos and these sorts of things and i've i've really been um surprised at how interconnected a lot of these different things have been right like what i've learned making videos even just the process of making a video and and focusing them on a particular concept and trying to communicate an idea even the 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 act of that I feel like has helped me better in screenwriting and has helped me <clears throat> understand story more. The same, you know, then it comes into with, with storytelling. I feel like there's a understanding the flow of how stories work then also has helped me kind of look at, okay, well, how, if this is kind of the core organic way that stories operate, how does life parallel that and can I see these parallels and relate them back over to life as life also can parallel story Um, and I found that many many times there are some central focused ideas you know one of the biggest things I feel like I've learned is just focusing what focusing down on one thing as much as humanly possible in the sense of your message or your goal or the thing that you're doing it's not always completely completely possible and of course things get in our way but holding to as much as possible focus on one idea really is what separates a bad piece of art or educational material or a video to a good piece of art educational material video whatever focus is that is what matters and Simplicity also, I found, really carries over as well, where within 
video, within creating videos, within creating stories. You have to keep things focused and you have to keep things simple. And we get so afraid of that. And, you know, back on this idea that kind of words are bad, I, I think that it's so interesting that because words are bad, we spend so much of our time making mistakes that we don't have to, not because we're stupid or not because we don't even, not, it's not even because we don't listen necessarily. It's because that sometimes we are given a piece of advice and the pe- the definitions or how we are defining or interpreting that particular piece of advice isn't actually what the intention is. And so we try to apply it in the wrong way until we actually make the mistake and then realize, oh, that's what they were saying the whole time. I was just confused about how to interpret this particular idea. And that is huge, right? Because ultimately, I think what, if you're trying to to educate or you're trying to help people grasp a concept, which is something that I'm doing a lot of, um, it a lot of what you have to do is just get used to repeating yourself and get used to the repetition. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's not that people are dumb. It's not that people are not listening. It's simply that they must understand a concept within their own mind, within their own words, within their own understanding of the vibe of what you're saying. All of that takes time. And it's been interesting. Um, I remember this was a little bit, this was a little while ago, but it really stuck in my head. Um, we were talking about, you know, philosophical conflict and this kind of thing in a, in a group call for the course. And I was kind of talking about how, you know, philosophical conflict and how it integrates with a particular story and how it's kind of the focus of that story. And I was working with a particular writer kind of through a problem they were having with their story. And at the end of me kind of laying it out, he says, and this is somebody who had like been in multiple calls and like had worked closely with me. He was like, oh, it's, he was like, oh, so you're saying that, it's like it's as if philosophical conflict is the entire point of your story and your characters and the plot kind of flow out of that. And I was like, yes. And what was great about that was it was his moment of, okay, he got what I was saying. And it wasn't because he was dumb or slow or anything like that. He just needed the time and the and a particular example to make him say, oh, this is what he means, Right? And that's something that I feel a lot. And I've, I, I found that it's easier to get those moments of, of clarity when you actually make the mistake and you're really, really actually looking for a solution. Because that's also part of it too, where we get advice, we get the solution, we get the words, but we aren't looking for that solution because things are okay, things are working, or we at least think that things are working. And we're not looking for solutions to problems if we're not actually aware that we have the problem in the first place. And that is why we learn the most when we're failing. And why people talk about you learn, you know, when you fail, learn from it. It's because when everything's going right and you're winning, you're not doing a lot of learning. You're just being like, 
everything is great. I'm on the right path. Everything is perfect. And that's a great feeling, but in the long term, of course, you know, that can bite you. So you just have to kind of go with the flow of both sides of that um, and learn when, when things work. That's why, that's one of the reasons I love working with writers specifically when they are stuck, right? Because when you think everything is great, fine, right? If, if, if you don't feel like there's a problem, then there's no reason for us to speak, right? The only reason that we should have a discussion about your story is if there's a problem, if things are not working, because that actually lets you be in a space to see or integrate the words that are coming at you in a useful way to you or a helpful way to you rather than saying, okay, yeah, that's something I need to do, but I want to do this, right? That's what happens a lot. And that's what happens to me a lot. Um, hopefully this is all making sense to you. I don't know if it is, of course, because words are bad, but you know, this is why, again, it's so much more impactful most of the time for you to read or watch or consume a story that is bringing a particular philosophical or moral ethical message to you than it is to read some sort of philosophy book that is essentially you know a big old essay about that idea because we don't think in essays right we don't necessarily think in the sense of of the rational side of our mind. Like we need it, of course, and, and it's good to go there. And I read a lot of uh, books that are nonfiction that are not stories. And a lot of it is helpful. But at the same time, when we can grasp the vibe and the emotion in that sort of other layer of the human experience, that then allows us to integrate both the logic side of our mind and, and the more feeling side of our mind to get a better sense of, of what we think. And it puts us in a better state to make a shift in beliefs or question our own beliefs, which then is why stories work based upon philosophical conflict. So I think too, like this is why if you are a, a storyteller, if you're a writer, I think it is a great idea for you to be interested in other art forms as well try to maybe write some music or maybe maybe paint maybe you know get into something that is you choosing aesthetics you feeling out a particular idea you trying to communicate something you know whether that's a, 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 a an emotion or whether that is some sort of you know, philosophical thing, through, try to communicate that through a medium where you're not simply typing out words, right? And I think that there's this whole element that we get into with writing where it's like, okay, what is subtlety and what is ambiguity, right? What is beating the audience over the head with a certain philosophical idea that's so obvious this might as well be an essay? And what is making your story so ambiguous that it becomes meaningless and the audience doesn't have any idea of what really is being talked about here. And that is the line that you have to toe. And I think that it's in one of the ways that you can learn more about that line is looking at other art forms and feeling out what that line is when you don't have 
the opportunity to write any words at all. So just an idea. Maybe pick up painting. If you start painting, let me know. <laughs> uh, comment below if uh, if you end up picking up painting or something. That'd be that would actually be awesome. Or if you make some music, let me know. I'll be here. I'll listen to it. Um, I hope that's helpful for you guys. Um, go listen to the Patreon episode out right now, Podcast Fifty Eight, and I'll see you guys next week. Mm-hmm.